everybody. Welcome to the Two and a Half Chicks Book Club. My name is Zephyr. And I am here with the matches to my gasoline, Katerina. Yeah, this one wasn't mine. Oh, well. Oh, well. This one was mine. Hi, guys. What's up? What's up with you? What's up? Yeah. Yeah. I know that I told you that I'm recording video right now, but they're probably not going to see much of it. So remember, this is an audio medium, not a visual medium. I think the silence really said everything. It's a powerful silence. It was. Oh, wow. You're starting How to sound you? like my teachers. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. Um... What did you, you just turned on the light. Yes, it's starting to get dark. And oh. I don't like the dark. No, who does? Who does? Who does? So I, can, uh? the, the, I know, can you see this one has this little like fringe? Yeah, like the veil. it looks like your and hair it, is like all over the place. I can do a mohawk. I can't. No. I spend all day doing like... But you can look like a surfer boy in the 2000s. He was a surfer boy. He says, see you later, boy. Taylor Swift? Arthur Levine. Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus Sorry. Christ. Okay, you need to redeem yourself for that one. So what, what did we read last month? We read uh, Little Fires Everywhere by... Celeste, I, I don't know how to say this last name. Give me a second, she told us how to say it. Did she? Um, think so. It's I, not in my book. I don't think it's, oh, it's not in the book. It's on her Instagram. Oh. I think. I how know. do you read NG? It depends. Like ing? And? Ing without E? No, it depends on uh, ink. Yeah. Oh, my brain. Because um, her Instagram handle is pronounced ink, which is a very clever Instagram handle. It it is it is. If you ask me, because it helps out people like us who didn't do much research. Anyway. Um, hey, I figured it out. You did figure it out. I'm very proud of you. Are you proud of yourself? I'm always proud of myself. That's the spirit. So we read Little Fires Everywhere. What? How did we choose this book? I think Raquel sent us like a TikTok or something. And then... Oh, yeah. Raquel, like always, she is being mentioned in the Hello, Raquel. Raquel. She really is the other half of the podcast, not my sibling. Oh no, I I so hope that just come over like what did you just say? No, she she's somewhere in the house. She's somewhere in the house. Somewhere in the house. Um well that yeah, answers the question of what's what's the other half doing? Just she, chilling she's somewhere here. In she's here. Somewhere. Over the rainbow. And so we chose to read the book. 
what did you think of the book? What's your opening statement? I, I still don't know. Also, I liked it. It was a nice read. It was very different from what I usually read in my genders. Mm -hmm. Says the non-binary of the podcast. Uh, Badoons. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It, it was so much and so... It was a lot, but very simple at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how I still feel about it. How about you? I feel very good about it. Um, I really like the um, the whole exploration of motherhood and womanhood in the book, as well as the questions that it presents us, you know, like what makes a mother, what doesn't make a mother, um, what's the right way to raise a child, and how does that ultimately... Um, how does how does that reflect in the way or in the person that they become when they're grown i like that but there was one thing that i that i wanted more because you know there's a series uh which i did start watching oh. um and there's one thing that the series actually does better than the book in my humble opinion which is in the book if you think about it you don't see mia and elena very together a lot like they are aware of each other, they talk about each other, but they don't talk much with each other, which is something that the TV show explores a bit more. Because you know, you know that Mia works in the house, you know that she's yeah. around, but us as the reader, we don't get to read about that a lot. Like you don't, you don't, you don't see their conversations, you don't see what they talk Ooh. about. Ooh. Me and who? Elena. The, the main Elena? characters, supposedly. Who is Elena? Elena, she's the mother. So, Elena. Mother? Elena is the mother. Yeah, Elena. She's the mother of um, Izzy's mom. So, you got, you got Mia who's Pearl's mom, right? Yeah. And then yeah. you get the kids, right? Yeah, Molly, Wizzy, Wexy, and Trip. There you go, the Richardson, the Richardson kids. Oh, and that's your mom. Because in my book, I don't get the first name of the mom. You do. She, I don't. Just, you do, but it's not very much, it, it's not said much. She's always treated as Mrs. Richardson. Not very yeah. much. She's not treated I, by her first name very much. And you'll notice that the times that she does get treated by her first name are the times where she's the most human or the times that she's the most outside of the persona that she created as, Mr., as Mrs. Richardson. In I, never, I don't remember reading her first name. She's stuck as Mr. Mrs. Richardson. Yeah, Mrs. Richardson. See, but, oh my God. Exactly. And that's because you don't see her as a human being outside of the persona that she created this perfect person you don't see her outside yeah. of that and her outside of that perfect persona is elena not M mrs richardson boom i'm going 
going to cry. Why? Don't cry. Because I was, as soon as I picked the book, I noticed that my tabs were all sticking out a lot. So as you were talking, I was going to fix them. Mm. And I just came to one and I started to take it out and I ripped the page. Ah! (laughs) R.I.P. Oh my God. What the fuck? Why has... Why the sticker has so much sticker? <laughs> it's okay. A ripped book is a loved book. It's fine. No, but the letters are out. Can you still read? No, because look, it sticks <laughs> out. Which word got sticked out? See them. See them. Yeah, it's a quote that I enjoyed. Oh. I just lost the two. What's the words. quote? Let's treat this as one of your tarot cards. You know, when one falls, it's because he wants to say something. In this case, he got rid of it because he wants to say something. What is he trying to say? Do you want me to read the quote? Yes. The thing about portrait is you need to show people the way they want to be seen. And I prefer to show people as I see them. That's a great quote. That's a beautiful quote. It is. It is. The, it book, the book has great quotes. I'm going to give it that. It has some amazing quotes. Yeah. See, that's like a quote it. that is also in the TV show. Really? Which is, yeah. Nice. It's, it's that much of a powerful quote, isn't it? Because you just it know is. that Elena would want a portrait. And you see that, again, coming back to the TV show, you see Elena wanting to take a portrait of all the kids on their first day of school and she's mm-hmm. telling everybody to smile and easy obviously she doesn't like doesn't. to smile exactly and that's Selena trying to take take a portrait of them as she wants them to be and not as not they the are which is something that Mia does what, what are you looking at are you okay you're no, just ripping no. stuff very carefully now isn't it I am I am very because I don't want to damage the book anymore I'm going to say the thing you know, I write a lot on my books. You do. I do a lot of sticky tabs. I write on the pages. I do all the shenanigans. I highlighted so many beautiful quotes in this book that even I am shocked about how pretty they are. That's what good writing gets you. It is. It is. I, you see, you are going to take the wheel on this I mean, I can talk about my mafia. No, it's again, if you if you want. Not really, because the thing with this book is that it's such it's a good book. It deserves to be discussed. Discussed? No. Sadly, no DMs. Okay, we're we're in the mafia stuff. Okay. No, 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 no. I was just pointing the fact that I advertised my singleness Mm -hmm. and still no DMs. Okay, can just someone then. please DM them? Because I just, I just, we, can we just, yeah. Just shoot them a DM. I'm like, I oh, you single, I'm single. Let's uh, mingle. Let's touch butts. Let's touch what? Butts. Butts. I don't want to touch anyone's butts. It, that's when you cuddle, but you cuddle backwards. So the only thing touching is your butt. 
that oh, way no, you get space like for yourself but you're still part of your body touching the other person do you do that i do do that yeah i did that last night uh, no it's great i don't like touching butts you know what i don't like mm. feet I hate uh, feet. I'm just, I just said, I just had to say it. What's fit? Huh? Fit? Your foot? Oh, feet. Oh, okay. I don't need to see that. Just put that away. It was very... Okay. I'm, just... <laughs> I'm offended oh, now. You know, people were trying to reach out to me. I don't like that. I don't like people. Get away. Well, this this particular person was my boyfriend, so I kind of do like that person, but oh well. Just kinda. Just kinda. It has days. Very softly. Like him. He Any, cooks for me. Anyway, let me try. Let's talk about the book, okay? I got let's no. Let's do character by character. We're going to go character by character. To spice it up, we always oh. do chapter by chapter. Which we haven't done character? chapter by chapter in a while because I haven't taken notes chapter by chapter in a long time. Oh, can I just point uh, out something first that I found very nice? Always. Um, not very nice, but I just find it very interesting. Um, the fact that the kids are so into the Jerry Springer show is very telling of their human nature. Do you know what the Jerry Springer show is? Is it like uh, um, Upreset? No, 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 no. Um, Jerry Springer is um, a show that is very similar to something that we used to have here in the UK called Jeremy Kyle, uh, which basically is a show where you get people from poor ba backgrounds, uh, so like uh, council state uh, people or... Um, yeah, like that. And they go onto their shows with their issues like, oh, for example, oh, my, my baby daddy doesn't want to admit that the kid's his or she broke my toilet and now she's sleeping with my ex-boyfriend or something like that. And <laughs> yeah, things like that. That was an escalation. She broke my toilet and now she's sleeping with my ex. <laughs> Because that makes so like but that's the kind of thing that you'd get on the show. That's the ultimate next step. I broke your toilet and then I'm going to sleep with your ex. Just because I can. You're already very lucky that he's not sleeping with your current, but yeah. So that's kind of the, the type of show that it is. There's a lot of shouting, there's a lot of screaming, there's a lot of DNA tests as well. So it's Gosha. No, because Goshi is tasteful. This, this is, not... is tasteful. Yeah, because Goshi is not going around shouting at people. Like, Wah! you know? That's your impersonation of a shout. <laughs> uh, this is how I scream. See, I don't have a good Goshi impression. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, I really need. I, however, however, I do have a good Claudio Hams impression. No, yeah. Exactly. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. No, no. <laughs> we will. <laughs> we need ADHD meds, or else we can't do YouTube. this. Podcast. Dude, 
YouTube keeps giving me this ad where it's like, oh, people with the ADHD read five times faster with this. And I'm like, YouTube, what? Why? Why is it showing? That makes a lot of sense for me. Yeah, but why am I getting these ads? I I checked my Goodreads like last week because I didn't know how many books I've read so far. 80 something, I think. It's 98. Oh, okay. I checked your Goodreads books <laughs> when you are 80 something. I'm embarrassed. That's that shows so little social life I have to be able to read. Oh, that honey, don't worry. My my score is really bad, and I have no social life either. It's okay. <laughs> it's two two ends of the same spectrum. True that. Actually, before we continue, let me check how many books have I read this this year. Oh, that's embarrassing. How many? Fourteen. That's not bad. It could be worse. How? You could have read zero. This is really bad. Did I put all the books in here? I think so. Did I read something that is not here? Is there something missing? I think most of your books were book of the month. Yes. So, so (laughs) far, I've read... The Hawkfather, House of Hem, The Honeymooners, American Gods, mm-hmm. Chain of Gold, From Blood and Ash, Scythe, A Kingdom of Flesh and Fire, The Crown of Gilded Bones, Daisy Jones and the Six, Finding My Voice, The Fever Code, Chain of Iron, and Little Fires Everywhere. Okay, there is something missing. Which I one? did read The Song of Achilles this year. <laughs> and I'm damning them while putting it on the right place. There you go. It's 15. It's 15 now, and I'm reading one, so it's 16. It's about to be 16. I mean, that is when yeah. I finish it, which we don't know if it's ever going to happen. Like, Which one of you are you reading? I'm currently reading a book called Rising Sun by Michael Christian. Chris, Chris, sorry, by this guy. And it's basically, my boyfriend pointed it out to me, that it's basically the plot of Die Hard, but different so it's die hard without dying hard you no die someone died very it. hard on this oh I was uh, the book starts with someone very much hardly very dead yeah very dead what are you reading i'm reading two books as usual um the first is Rule of Wolves by Babadubu. Wait a second. Uh, is that, does that have like a protective case around it? It is because I came to the conclusion that I very much enjoy uh, highlighting and writing on my books, but I was starting to damage the covers where they will get bent or sometimes mm. spilled. So I bought something to at least protect the outside of the book since I'm already damaging the inside, I can protect the outside. It makes sense in my head. And also, uh, yeah, I I have sensory issues. Okay, fair and enough. So, and some of the covers give me like the... The EBGBs. Yeah, the EBGBs. And with this, this is plastic I'm fine with. 
was thick. And the other one, let me, I need to, wait. Oh my God. Stretch. Can I do it? Can I do it? Oh, I, oh, oh God. God. Oh God. Oh, she's stretching. Come back. Wait, we're back. I'm, we're I managed back. to hit one of my cats. Oh, wow. So the other one, it's uh, in the category of the only non-fiction books that I read. It's called Underworld Gods in Ancient Greek Religion, Death and Reciprocity by Dr. Ellie Macking Roberts. Do you know what that sounds like? That sounds like one of these two people because... Underworld Gods in an Ancient Greek Religion, Death and Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Okay. And she's a doctor. Underworld Gods in Ancient Greek Religion, Death and Reciprocity by Ellie Mackin, Mackin, Robert. I can't read. No, right? Can't read. So do you know what that sounds like? That sounds like that type of book that you go to the library, but you can't check out. Like you have to read it in the library. You can't check the book out it has like a, a, a yellow sticker that says no checking out this book that's what it sounds like it's very interesting i this is the only type of non-fiction books i, read, mm. I will ever read in my life your kindle is so Today. tiny i like it it is i love my kindle i it's a, a hill i will die for everyone needs one this is amazing this is why i've read 98 books it, this year just because of this. Wow. Beautiful. You read so much faster on this. It's amazing. And look at my pop socket. Oh, it's a little corgi. It's a little, it's a little. Look at this baby. It's a little corgi. So I love it. Okay, anyway, back to the book. Back um, to the book we go. Back to the book we go. I had, um, you know what I like? I like the fact that we start the book off with the finale. Like, the beginning is the end. Oh, and yes. I like that. Yes. You know what I enjoyed? What? That um, the end of the book, it's the beginning of Lizzie's story exactly like... Uh, Mia. Mia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a big parallel between the two of them. And you can also argue that you've got the same parallel being drawn between Elena and Pearl, um, not to the same extent as Izzy and uh, Eleanor, but... Mm, I can see that. You get... Because Pearl likes that life. She likes the stability. She likes the, um, the big family, the warmth of it. While... They like it for different reasons. Yeah, but they like it nonetheless, which brings the question of, you can raise a child however you want, but at the end of the day, no matter how you raise it, they're always going to want to go on an opposite direction because people want what they don't have, isn't it? So easy yeah. wants what Pearl has and Pearl wants what easy has. Do you think that Paul was jealous of the life that the kids had or just happy to be included in it now pearl was jealous of course because but not for me i didn't see it 
as jealous, just like, whoa, I'm happy now. I'm being included in the cool kids. It's not about being with the cool kids. It's about being with any kids because Pearl never got to really bond with anybody. So as soon as Mia says, yeah, we're going to stay here for longer than a year, we're going to stay here indefinitely. Obviously, Pearl's going to want human connection because she didn't have that. Do you blame Mia for that? No. Do you think Pearl subconsciously blames Mia? Definitely. It's definitely something that she would tell her therapist in like 10 years. (laughs) Alongside the glass of wine. So you see me, my mom, she promised me this was the the, the real deal. And then I, I got a boyfriend, sort of. And then I helped my best friend with an abortion. And then I have to leave the next day. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Because, dude, the thing is, no matter, you can be the best parent in the world. You're always you going to fuck up your children. Therapy. Yeah. You can be the best parent you can. You can be whatever. You can try your damn hardest, but your your child's always going to have something because children are selfish and selfish kids turn into selfish adults and we're all selfish and we all have problems and we all wish things were different. So we're all going to end up in a therapy couch somewhere talking about our parents. Let's backtrack a little bit. Oh, we're going to sidetrack a bit. Did you said all kids are uh, are selfish? Yes. Why? All kids are selfish because either you want more than your parents are able to provide to you, or even if they're able to provide a lot, you're always going to want something to be different because you're building your personality when you're a child. You are becoming a person of being a kid you exactly you, you always want something i don't think that's selfish exactly. i think it, that's well, immaturity immaturity selfishness they're not the same you can I'm be not... mature and you can be, and selfish but i think that's just the, the kids still don't understand the world enough to know that you can this is starting to be therapy i don't <laughs> want to be a therapist <laughs> I already did that in Daisy Jones and the Sticks, where I was like, so, did you consider this was soul trauma? <laughs> the answer is always yes. Yes. The answer is always yes. But yeah, so I don't blame Mia. The same way that I don't blame Yelena. Apart from one thing. But, yeah. I just come, I just came to the realization that... It was all trauma for Mia. Of course it was all trauma for Mia. It was all trauma for everybody. Everybody's got trauma. Not for Elena. Or Eleanor. Elena? No, it's Elena, not Eleanor. Um, I think she was mature and selfish. And her husband as well. But I think easy Mia and Paul and Bibi because of the baby everything for them was trauma Mm. and for the the mom was just her being tasteless and why do you think that is 
why she was tasteless. Yeah. Because she has this notion of the world where you have to do this, this, and this, but this sort of, and because Mia was like, fuck that, she got, oh, it was an anxious thing. She got really anxious because Mia was poking in her own bubble. Exactly. And why do you think Elena, uh, Elena has that vision of the world? Because she was raising it. Her mom exactly. did the same. That's not necessarily trauma. That's just it's the way not that trauma, you were... But it's you so... growing up in an environment that only centers you to becoming going in one direction. You never learn to deviate from those paths. And no one helps you deviate from those paths until Mia shows up. So Elena is also very much a victim of her own surroundings and her own environment, if you think about it. She's I'm not, not saying she isn't, but it wasn't a, a traumatic thing for her, like it was for the other one. This lady is a it's she has OCD. She yeah 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 she has obsessive compulsive disorder or oh okay that's just OCD, but the fact that she measures her glasses like she can only have exactly this much everything needs to be this way we only have sex on saturdays and thursdays or whatever it was that on itself that need for um rules and that need for um constant something constant in her life doesn't tell you a little bit about her mental state this is a person that needs to be in control. So why do they no, need to be in control so much? And I, I get it. But one thing is, for example, Mia, being a, a surrogate mother, it's traumatic on itself. And she was her brother. And she was alone in a different city, away from her family. And Bibi was her child. And Paul was, never had a sense of home. Those are traumatic things. I think that... Elena being raised in an environment where rules are the most important thing and they are to be uphold isn't traumatic. It, it, it can develop OCD because of that. It can be a mental state, but it's not the same. You're just comparing traumas at this point. It's not a trauma for... I don't, I don't think what happened to Eleanor was a trauma. It was the way she was raised in it and because of that she developed OCD it's not a bad thing I think it will be a trauma if she was punished every time she didn't uphold the rules that will be would be a trauma response but that but the thing is doesn't have to be physical punishment does it 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 doesn't but we never got the sense that she was punished for that not by her parents but there's something that can be wrong within your psyche within your brain that if you deviate it will punish you emotionally which also comes from anxiety which i think that she has a little yeah, bit but that's her disorder it's not a trauma thing just because she has disorders doesn't mean necessarily that there were Put in because, yes, I think that was something 
that she was born into and it doesn't necessarily have to be traumatic. So you don't think that it traumatized her? No. Okay, fair enough then. No, because that's the same. Imagine for us, it's mm. very normal to... Let's compare both of our upbringings and the Americans. It's very not- normal. No, for all us who are Portuguese and oh. went to school here. It's very normal for us not to be scared of school shootings because that's not a, a normal thing for us. But for them, it's normal. And let's imagine we both have anxiety and there is two other girls in America that have anxiety. We both have it. We both have the same disorder. But that doesn't mean that my anxiety came from a traumatic Twice? You don't know that. I'm saying one thing. No, because that's the thing. It doesn't need to be a a big event or a life-threatening event or a... um, It doesn't need to be something big to be traumatic. I know. I I was just trying to make a big comparison to extremes. Like... Anyway, what, what I'm trying to say, I get is that Mia has problems. Yes. Elena has problems. Yes. We can't unblame one without unblaming the other. So in my view, both Mia and Elena are equally good and bad mothers. And they have equally reasons for that. And they're probably suffering equally <laughs> for that. Yes. So that, that's, that's the only point that I was trying to make, is that yeah, one is not better do, than the other. Do. For everyone and, who didn't understand our arguments, we are yeah. agreeing on the same thing. I guess so. Arguments. Yeah. They're a mirror of each other, just in opposite sides. That's all. Yes. Exactly. I was going to say something. This is my dad. This is my dad. Where? There's nobody there. Oh, is he coming? Oh, th- that's not your dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's home. That's the other half, not the dad. Yeah, you pensava que meu pai que vinha aí estava a dizer. What 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 is an episode of the Two and a Half Chicks Book Club if we're not huh? interrupted by members of? Wait a minute, family? a minute. I, I'm going to mute myself okay well now they're muted but i can still talk and i will because otherwise oh they just took out their headphones anyway what one what do i want to say um i don't know what i want to say i am wait ding dong ding dong hello are we back yes anyway back to the books to reality um do you want to know of a note that i had before we learned the truth about pearl and mia yes i had so you remember how the elena found this uh painting of mia called virgin and child number one i had uh is this when we find out that pearl is not really her child and if it's number one there has to be more now we know that Pearl is indeed Mia's child, but Mia, but Pearl wasn't conceived uh, the same way that most kids are conceived. 
Do you think Mia is a virgin? I'm gonna say so, considering that. What? Well, mm, no. No. Why? <laughs> because she probably had has has had partners before after we don't know but i don't think she's a virgin she doesn't strike to me as a virgin i just think that the painting is called now i think that the painting is called virgin and child because obviously she didn't necessarily have sex to have pearl yeah hmm. okay okay how shocked were you when you found out about Wexy? being pregnant yeah zero same but the the abortion zero as well because <laughs> um i knew she was going to have one but i thought that she was going to do it with her mom so they can both oh, no. abide by the rules no 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 because you in the book, you very much are trying to get all the children away from their mother's perspective. Obviously, when it comes to... <coughs> Sorry. Ah. When it comes to Mia and um, Pearl, there's only one child and Mia, Pearl's already so deviated from um, Mia and they're not the same. But when it comes to the other children, Easy is the polar opposite of Eleanor. Elena. Easy. 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 Her name is Isabel. Oh wow. I'm not being believed that right now. Okay. Oh my god. I swear to God, I read Easy every time. It's easy. Oh my god, I'm so dumb. It's alright. It's an easy mistake to make. Anyway. Um, I swear to God that I read easy. Oh, so easy is not the same as her mom. Um, Moody is also very away from what Elena is, and then you have I forgot the name of the the big boy. The the trip trip trip. He's a bro. He's more like his dad than he is his mom. He's a frat boy. He's a frat boy. And then you got Lexi, who is the closest thing you have to Elena. So obviously you have to do something that will break that, that will break Lexi away from the mold that her mom is. And that's the abortion. That's the fact that she doesn't tell her mom about it because it's not something that her mom would do. So it's not something that she would have done. So it's, it's the moment of rebellion almost. I think that could, I mean, that could have been a bonding thing between the two of them mm. like you're not oh, yeah. doing the rules but now are you understanding what i'm trying to say no i get what you mean it could be a bonding moment for them when they try to understand each other a bit more but yes. that's a healthy relationship my love that's not the kind of thing that we read books for and you know that what's that supposed to mean what do you think it's supposed to mean i'm coming for a chef I'm sorry. I'm coming at you. You in your in your unhealthy relationships in books. Yeah, defend yourself. Try. Mm? Yeah. 
Exactly. Exactly. I'm not here to be talked to like this. Okay. Okay. I was. I thought it was going to be a safe point <laughs> where I can talk about my mafia kings and not be dragged. But okay. It was going to saying? be the first target when I get my husband. Oh my god, my mom listens to this. <gasps> oh, she doesn't understand English. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> You're safe. But my sister does. Like your sister doesn't know about this. She doesn't. Oh my god. Okay. <gasps> Raquel. Raquel doesn't know about this. No? Okay, Raquel, now Raquel knows. You need to be more careful about what I say in here. No, we don't want you to be careful. We want you to say everything. No. Now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I really need a therapist. So, one of the big questions that the book presents uh, yeah. is a question that I don't think that we'll be able to answer because I don't think there's a wrong or right answer. Actually, there might be, but I don't know. What makes a mother? Is it biology or is it um, environment? Is it biology alone or is it love alone? I think it depends on the cases. Very well. It's a case by case thing. In our case, it's both. And in an adopted child, it could be purely love for, from the adoptive mother or just, no, no, in a very extreme case, purely biology. And that's. What about the case in the book? For Bibi? For Bibi. And I think they were both the, the babies, brothers and mothers. Brothers. Yes. I think from Bibi was love and genetics. And I think for Mrs. Yeah, I'm trying to find it as well. I forgot Mrs. what her name was. Uh... Mrs. Mrs. Wright? No, there wasn't that. Yeah, Mrs. Wright. That's her name. She has another name, but I forgot what it is. But, like, it's Mrs. Wright. Right. Uh, oh, no, no, no. That's the other guys. That's me as people. McCullough. 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 Ah, Jesus. Ah, you haven't first. Name. Okay, that's a spy. I don't know It's a bad. It's a. It's. it's a <laughs> In a phrase with five words, three of them were swear words. <laughs> for those who don't speak Portuguese, for those who do, you didn't hear anything. What's anyway? The okay, it for the babies was genetics and love and for the adoptive mother 
it was love and I think it was trauma. Who's trauma? For, from the adoptive mother. Yeah, but in this case, we're not talking about trauma parents. here. We're talking about simply genetic love. You got you got where you go to you go to the judge and this is what you present. So if you were the judge, yes, do you know who you would have given the the kid to? Yeah, that's yes. exactly my face. I I know. Who would you have given it to? To adoptive mother. Fair enough. But I would make it an open uh, adoption with uh, visits from baby, so the the baby knows who who the biologic mother is, and so they that they can also create a bond. I wouldn't put them to a point. But do you think that the adoptive parents would have wanted that? It's that or they don't get the child. Mm. How do you feel that child would have grown up? I think for, I mean, it's always uh, a bit rough on whoever is adopted, but I think that they eventually would have understood. Mm. Because, I mean, Bibi was very stressed and I understand why she wanted to give up a child but the thing is you don't know how she was she's going to act in the next moment of stress with the child and I agree if she did it once and I I completely understand why she did what she did it was it was for the best of the child Mm -hmm. but that doesn't exclude that Bibi would do it again and this time in a different country. Mm-hmm. That's why I would have the child stay with the adoptive parents, but would make it an open adoption so they can both create bonds. That is a very nice defense. But how would Bibi feel about that? I mean, it's going to be rough for everyone. But in this case, we are focusing on what's best for the child, not for the mothers. I don't, me me as a judge, I don't have to care for the both of the mother's feelings. I have to care for the child's one. I'm judging the child, not the mother's. But if the mothers start having resentments or if the mothers start to, if they do, if they're not plainly, uh, satisfied in the relationship that has been agreed to that can affect the child and how they interact with them that's why you have therapy <laughs> i would make them go because you have, you do have to have therapy have, if that's a, the exactly case, yeah. and you have no ju- not just the kid the parents too because yeah, that's, yeah, 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 that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah i think that you can come to a middle point where everyone agrees and what's best for the child. I think the book presented it. Very well. Wait, wait. Okay, I'm so sorry. A video just randomly stopped playing. Uh, I think the book presented it as two extremes. Yes. On the same spectrum. Yes, spectrum. And I think there is a perfectly good middle point to be in. Fair enough. I, I agree with that at some, some degree. Well, 
Oh dear. <laughs> okay. And you, what would you do? I I don't know. That's why I don't dive into family law. It's very it's a very complicated field. Family law. Yeah. Very interesting. You can do a lot of good, but at the same time, you get very um bad, very tough cases like this. You know. I think I lean most towards where you're leaning, but at the same and time, that's it's... what the judge. Did. Yeah. But. but I... At the I would same give time, it's, um... BB the rights of visitation, but schedule visitation until yeah. a certain age. And then at some point when the, the child grows up, the child is able, well, at some point they'll be able to have more input on what they want to do, isn't it? As well. So if you <laughs> present them both options from the get-go. Exactly, and that's why I think it would be beneficial for the baby to be with both mothers. You have a, a stable uh, wife with the adoptive parents. You have a nice baby. Bibi is very volatile. Uh, volatile? Bibi yeah, that's, she's... Uh... That's why I'm saying I, I loved Bibi character. I think it was a nice representation of what a lot of mothers do and feel but I think I don't like Bibi do you understand like I like how you like her character but you wouldn't be friends with her and if you know you in, in real life I get what you mean no no that's why I was saying I would give the baby to the adoptive parents but I would f for the first years I would have uh, scheduled and um how do you supervised supervised visits with the baby mm -hmm. and when you know he's a child and like you know middle school and things like that still scheduled meetings but maybe they can have and they could be alone together to create yeah. a strong bond but i've after they are of legal age that's up to them that is true. You did what you could. See, this is the kind of questions raised when we read contemporaries. Can I just advocate for more contemporaries in this podcast, please? Thank you very much. I love you so much. Oh, you're telling me you didn't like from, from Blood and Ash. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's not go there. <laughs> you didn't like Castile. Oh, oh, Castile. And Poppy. And Kieran. I, you know that I'm partial, partial to Castile simply for the fact that his name is Castile. Uh, but, but that's it. I am reading no more about those guys. I have a book. I know. Me. I saw. I saw. <laughs> but, but I learned today that it happens in a timeline before from Bodanesh. But it's a different series. It's like know. Water Instruments. It's the same universe, but it's a different series. I don't care. I ain't reading it. Why? I want it to be the no. book of the month. No, 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 no. Why? No. No, 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 no. No, because I was miserable reading the books. No. 
It was so good. It wasn't the best book ever, but it no, was nice. I was miserable reading it. It's way too big. No, it is, it is way <laughs> too big. I agree on that. Exactly. Good. Thank you. You can read it by yourself and then you tell me what happens. You can cry all you want. I ain't, I ain't going back. No. Can we read a Christmas book in December? Depends on the Christmas book. I want the cheesiest romance ever. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're going to end up with something like the Unhoneymooners, aren't we? No, but I want a better one. Oh, okay, we're good for that. Okay, then. Let me see what I have. Oh, Jesus. Let's not, let's not do that. Yes, 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 yes. No, yes, we yes, need yes. to finish this podcast. Oh, I thought it was already done. Like, yeah, they are now listening to our meeting. <laughs> this is the meeting portion where we decide <laughs> the book of... We know what the book oh. of next month is. I need to order that. Have you bought it? No, but mine is one trip to Waterstones away. Do you want to read the smut? No. Book? Fine. Because then there's half of the book that I can't discuss with you. Why would you need to discuss those scenes? Sometimes, see, you skip them, so you don't know this. But sometimes there's actual stuff happening in there. <laughs> what? You discover the main character's kinks? Yes, and kinks tell you a lot about a, a person, you know? Whatever kink that person has. What's Castile's kink? Oh, Jesus Christ, all of them. You know that he would be down for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What about Poppy? Poppy's learning to have all the kinks. Poppy's slowly but surely getting there. What about? What about? Karen. Kevin. Karen. I don't know because we don't see Karen much when it comes to um, smut scenes. We know that he um likes to watch but be watched and be watched exactly he's um oh what is it called Foyerist? no because that's when you watch no he i don't know but he likes to be watched i guess that's what we know but he also likes to watch because he's always there when poppy and castile oh, are at I it i have one i have one it's window shopping by tessa bailey what is it it's about Christmas and it's mm. a romance. Mm. And it has it, it has smut for you. Oh Jesus. If I want smut, I can go to my fan fictions. There's plenty to I thought you were going to say I can go to my boyfriend and doing that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you listen to this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I like he listens to this. He plays it in the background. No, he doesn't. While he's play playing his video games. So no, he doesn't. He really doesn't. He no. should. Oh. oh, well. Anyway, what rating did you give to the book? Are we both checking our good reads? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the only one. Ah. Okay, I got it. How much? I gave it a four. Oh, me too. Oh, we oh. agree. That's nice. Okay. Oh, look at that. I might have only read like two books 
uh, two books, 15 books this year, but I have two five rating books. Which one? Well, obviously Daisy Jones and the Six. And, oh, then, and then a book called Finding My Voice, Nadia's Honest and Forgettable Memoir. It's about you Nadia. Five, you give five stars to a... To a, a memoir, to yes. A yeah, I freaking love Nadia. Who's Nadia? Okay, so Nadia, is, she is a mom. She's a baker. She's a TV presenter. But most importantly, she, we know her because she was the winner of the Great British Bake Off in 2015 or 2016, something like that. And yeah, she's just she's just the best. We we love Nadia. You just wanted to see if you could could get some recipes in the book. The book has recipes, but no, I I'm not very appreciative of the recipes in the book. I just like the story. I like her story and the way that she told it. It's very interesting. I have a soft spot for biographies and stuff. Oh, I can't. I mean, last year I read, I gave five to Brian, Brian Cranston's biography, but that's also because I'm partial to Brian, to Brian Cranston. Do you know who also reads a lot of biographies? Who? Joana. Hola, Joana. I don't know who Joana is. <coughs> Bless you. Bless you. Joana. She jingles, she sniffs, and she sneezes. <laughs> Joana is the other half of the book club that oh the Brendan have. book club yes and she's also Nelly Nelly Nelly's Nelly. girlfriend yes and nice she reads a lot of that stuff that's because she's a good gal yes exactly see I wish that we were reading their small. book club book of the month do you want to do I, I, I'm down if you're down of course, I already ordered the book. You did? I did, yeah. It's coming. I told you. I put it in the group chat. I don't know what that's about. It's Stephen King. You don't need to know what it's about. You just need to read I, it. It's, it's horrible. I don't want to... to... Be spooked. Yeah. It's okay. Stephen King spooks you in a way that you appreciate. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm reading the synopsis. Ah. Give me a second. Okay. We're reading the synopsis of the book. Guess this is your moment to do some light reading. <laughs> the face doesn't show any promise. Ooh. You have a little nose scratch. <laughs> Stop little it. Sniff. You're making me nervous. I have to read. <laughs> well, and I have to keep this going because we can't just have a long silence while you read. <laughs> and now we're speaking in Portuguese. That's great, but it's... You're making me nervous. So it's, it has time travel. Yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. Another sniff. I'm a little bit with my nose, like you're always you're always sniffy. I right? no, but but this time I'm about to have a cold, so it oh, has, okay, it's a pretty cold sniffs. It's a pretty cold sniffs. Mm. You know what I I I learned on TikTok? What that uh, this could be like an anxiety tick. 
everything can be an anxiety thing if you try hard enough for oh no where's Ben oh, oh man. okay are we done I mean it doesn't seem like it has horror and shit like that so I mean when you when you think horror and you're probably thinking like no no I'm thinking about oh yeah this is if it's a big book, a big book. <laughs> it's a big book is that what you also say to your mafia boy <laughs> i'm sorry i just had to i just had to very small there are 300 pages this is a 900 pages book oh you were talking about the other thing what's the size of the book <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the size of the book, not that size. Oh, my little asexual friend, bless you. <laughs> sorry, I apologize. I'm sorry. I just had to, it was right there. Uh, anyways. Okay, let me see how much is it on Amazon. If it's not... But I'm going to compare the prices. Which one is cheaper? And we okay. will go with the cheaper can, option. Can we do that after I wrap up this, please? Can you just tell the people what we're reading next year, next month? We are trying to decide it. <laughs> okay. It's a mix. I told you, they are listening to one meeting, deciding which one. Well, if they're not going to tell you, I will. Um, supposedly, no, we're... don't tell them. It's going to be a surprise. It's not a surprise. I'm going to put it on Instagram. So, you're going to say one now. And okay, dude, it's between the inherent games or some book. Yes, or some book about from Stephen King. It's one of them. Take a shot. (laughs) A random book. It's a random book. No, it's 11. I I always forget the date. 11.22? 22 11 63 yeah there you go thank you so much because sometimes i forget what's actually called jesus yeah 10 40 that's a law for my little for you for for me yeah oh no anyway let's go uh follow us on uh, on um the two and a half shakespeare club on instagram follow katarina at cats reading underscore readings on instagram follow me on whimsical underscore deborah on instagram don't follow us on twitter because we don't do anything there um and yeah follow me on tiktok if you want to see witchy shit it's i forgot my username uh wtv underscore Katarina. There you go. Bye. A kiss in the sheet. Bye.